Panthers post-game podcast on Panthers Radio in association with Zionomics after the 5-1 defeat by Sheffield Steelers. Dan, you know, I'm, I'm going to come out with it straight away. Don't, don't want to sound like sour grapes, but that, you know, first of all, that's not a fight. Sheffield were awesome. Clinical for the last third of the game. They, they probably blew us away a bit and fully deserved their, their victory. But it's, it's, it doesn't feel like it should be a 5-1 game. No, I think that's exactly what me and Jono said sort of halfway through the period. It was uh, exactly that. Sheffield were great. They took the chances. But if you look at that score, if you look on your phone, on the internet, you see that score, you think, oh, they, they whooped the Panthers at home. But it really wasn't. It was even um, very back and forth, especially that first period. It could have been 2 or 3-0 to either team. Um, but the Steelers took their chances. Um, they obviously massive momentum swing with the goal being disallowed. Um, and then, yeah, Champagne puts that one in off, off, off the turnover and uh, that kind of ended it, really. But no, I thought, you know, Panthers did great yesterday, came up a bit short, and again today could have been much closer. I mean, it's, John, it's, it, both nights I felt kind of looked the same for, for 50, 60% of the game in both nights. Nottingham more than matched a team that's one of the best in the league that a few weeks ago they weren't even skating with when it was 7-2 or whatever it was in, in Sheffield. So there is progress there, isn't it? But, but I guess what I'm trying to say, you, you can look at the positives because there were many in terms of the way they went toe-to-toe, but ultimately the Steelers were just the better team when it boiled down to it. Yeah, they, they were, and their finishing was on another planet. At, oh, well, that's the, the difference, yeah, the finishing. And, and you, you, you look at the chances that the Panthers got, some really guilt-eggs chances clear at the top of the crease, and didn't take them, and the Steelers took their chances. But, as I alluded to, how much of a momentum swing was that disallowed goal? Especially after Alex Debeau had made an unbelievable oh, save yeah. by diving across um, and preventing the goal, going in the empty net. You can right down the other end and score, yeah. and it's way That's off. the moment on the game, though, yeah. isn't it? You know, huge, huge saves from Dupes. Great, was it Levy who made the play to set up Matthew? Matthew? I mean, the building's roaring. We can argue about whether it's a goal. We're probably going to say it was a goal. Sheffield are going to say it was no goal. It's... I th- uh, for me, it was. You're a goalie. Those... Come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean for come me, on. It's, it's it's very small margins where you know, Levy makes up. It happens so quickly. Levy didn't mean to go anywhere near him. Momentum took him. You know, he clipped him. It probably meant Greenfield couldn't then challenge Matthew's shot by the letter of the law. Um, but again, if that goes the other way, we're up one nothing. Our tails are up and we're flying. Two minutes later, we're down by a goal. And it's just one of those things. It's without doubt, obviously, the biggest point of the game. But I think it was it was, it was was called a no-goal on the ice. Um, letter of the law, it's probably not. Um, but sometimes I think a lot of those probably would count. Some people would let it go. Some wouldn't. So it's one of those. But we wouldn't be talking about it. It wouldn't be a big talking point if uh, if you didn't get moments like that. So What did you call it? Did you call it a goal or no goal at the goal. time? Goal. But the thing is, but it, what about if it's the other way? I mean, you know, it's just so hard to be subjective, to, I guess, to, at times. To be but. honest, I, th- I think the other way I'd have called it a goal. Because I, 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 I was screaming goal, and Dan, <laughs> Dan's going, no, he's going to get Actually, none of the, Matthew no, didn't know for about 30 yeah. seconds. I, I, just yeah. Yeah. So I, I, followed, yeah. I followed Matthew into the corner where they, they were celebrating, and I, I must admit, I did jump up a bit. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I was but, thinking, I've got bad news to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do I yeah. break this news? <laughs> saw some of the boys on the bench, are like, and it's just like it's like heartbreaking moment when it finally realised. But the thing, the thing that, that sort of, it's a doubly annoying about that is, is the fact that it wasn't reviewed 
on the ice. It was waved off, but surely that it should have gone to review anyway. We have to put a coach's challenge in, lose that, and then we go down to on the power play that they score. I mean, well, the, you could, could argue for me yeah. it should have been re- reviewed okay. anyway. Not enough. The ref was certain. I mean, the ref was certain mm. at the time. He's reviewed the play and he's certain again. Yeah. So he's, to be fair to the officials, they stuck by their decision, whether we agree with it or not. True, but they've got the technology available to them, so why not use it? Um, because he didn't think it needed it. I guess that's what we can argue. He didn't think he needed it. He, he saw the goaltender interference. And he, he, he thought that, you know, thought yeah. there was no shade and, in and, it. And, I mean, in fairness to the ref, he called it straight away. It was, oh, 100%. It was in and it was like, no, it, you know, interference with the goalie. He then spoke to the other ref and the linesman. They were like, no, no. And obviously that's when the challenge So. Yeah, you can kind of you could argue it. You know, there's cases for and against. Obviously, even not being biased, you just look at it kind of neutrally. But yeah, sometimes you get those, sometimes you don't. You know, it happens all the time. And you know, unfortunately for the Panthers, it didn't go their way tonight. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. But as we talked about that momentum with that with that bit where it was a save and then the the goal that the building was just absolutely buzzing. Um, and and I guess we'll see you later, guys. As uh, Mike Hammond and Matthew Gagnon work away. John, do you think Panthers just maybe have to be, be better in the, in the clutch moments? We, again, Corey's given another fascinating post-match interview how he says there's a process, there's things that he likes, he sees things that we're doing well, but it's kind of down to those big moments, individual mistakes, which, which might come, you know, maybe they'll come further down the line. There's those clutch moments where I, I guess the, the team needs to be better. We could have had five goals tonight quite easily, yeah, but we didn't find the target and they did and that was the difference. And the thing is, if those moments turn into goals yep. you've got a very different hockey game and I think that was the thing I think it was a case of our finishing against the Steelers finishing their finishing was on point and ours wasn't and yeah. I think that was the difference because yeah. it was a very close we actually outshot them I think 39-36 we outshot yeah. them over the game yeah. and we got some glorious opportunities and, and just didn't take them yeah yeah, yeah. a real shame uh, Dan I mean you, you, know, you look at the, the building it was, it was a Energetic game, fans would have enjoyed it. You know, the, the, it was a it was a great showpiece, wasn't it? Yeah, we were saying I was uh, I was talking to someone from, from Sheffield just before we came on this, and they said, you know, obviously with Dubois save, then the goal, no goal, then Sheffield's goal, and it was, you know, whether you're neutral or you know whether you support one of the teams, you know, it was physical, it was entertaining. There were goals, there was controversy. It was you know seven and a half, whatever thousand in here, so. It was a great advert for hockey, great advert for the Panthers and the Steelers. You know, they bring a lot of fans in here too. Um, Two top teams going at it and, you know, there's got to be a winner and a loser. Unfortunately, it was the Panthers on the day, but I think it was a great advert for uh, British hockey. I think we'll wind up there. No Chris Gadsby today. He's done well. Get well soon, Chris Gadsby. And and Ken Feast, I think, is already in Saltbox with the auction. So thanks for joining us. Sorry we couldn't bring you good news. Uh, but as the scoreboard, as the Jumbotron shows right now, Panthers replays on New Year's Eve. We've just opened up block one, actually, to Panthers supporters. There's not many tickets left, probably a little over 300. Might be a few more, obviously, now block one has gone on sale. So get your tickets quick. That is heading for a sellout. It'll be great to have you with us on New Year's Eve. But for now, thanks for joining us and uh, Merry Christmas again.